Jonathan. We're back. We're talking about beer. We're talking about beer. beer. I know. I'm just trying to give a little intro to the people. A terrible segue. I know. I'm sorry. This is. We haven't. Uh, the three of us haven't been in a room talking about beer in a while. There's been some ham fluenza going around. Yeah. And people have been sick and out of town and crazy. But we're back with beer. Um, we're going to taste a little brew dog in a minute, but um, yeah, we wanted to talk about beer. What do you got, Matt? Well, I, I, I went a couple weeks a ago to uh, Darkness Day at the Surly Brewing Company in uh, Minnesota. It's where they release their Imperial Stout, and it's like the only way you can get it. It's kind of this crazy, kind of like the Great Taste of Midwest line. You kind of line up in this big line, and they give you like a wristband, and everybody can buy six bottles at 18 bucks a pop for 7.50. Oh yeah, 18 bucks a pop. But if you buy the six bottles, they give you a free like bag that holds six wine bottle bag. So did you buy six? Oh yeah, I turned around and sold two of them immediately for 20 bucks a piece. What? I didn't need, dude. I didn't need to spend 108 dollars. Yeah, I, you know. It was 18, and I turned around and saw, like, the dude literally standing behind me. Wow, you could have made a huge profit. Probably, but... It's about the beer. Six, and then two. Yeah. It's a big trading beer for the geeks that trade online, the beer advocate stuff. That's the one you can get in Minnesota that's kind of sought after, that they can trade for West Coast and East Coast beers. But, um... Isn't that how you get the West Latron in? That was how my buddy got a bottle of West Latron that I was able to try. Was darkness, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty interesting event. The night before, there was a bar, a craft beer bar that <coughs> did a special deal. It was like all imperial stouts, like twenty some. I had the uh, Bell's Expedition Double Cream Stout Barrel Aged Blend, oh. which was really good. And it's full of adjectives. It was yeah, it was just a blend of their Expedition and their Double Cream, and then they put it in a barrel. It was good. I had, uh, what else did I have? I had Old Rasputin on Nitro, nice. had some Darkness. They had some other surly stuff on tap too. One of them was an oak aged uh, Bender. That was terrible. Really? It was so bad. It wasn't like bourbon aged. You must use like fresh American oak and it almost tasted like soapy. It was really bizarre. Weird. But the cool thing they did was you could either buy like the full size, which is like, like a goblet or a pint, or you could buy a little like seven ounce pour. So I was just buying seven ounce pours, a bunch of different stuff. Awesome. But uh, I was still really hungover the next day, just despite the small pours. <laughs> and uh, I didn't, yeah, I, I kind of, while my friends were in line, I spent a little time sleeping in the backseat of the car. Couldn't enjoy. A lot of people in line brought their, you know, special bottles along, and we're having a grand old time. I wasn't quite feeling it. <laughs> the McDonald's didn't help. It made things worse. Kind of had to had dried it out. But anyway, that was a good time, and uh, got a couple bottles of darkness. I'll probably open one up with you guys sometime. It's good stuff. I would appreciate it. They, it's really ugly label this year, though. Really? I guess they get like, yeah, they get a different artist every year. I guess this one looks kind of like. The kid in middle school is really into heavy metal, like doodling on his notebook, like a zombie. It's kind of gross. Huh. But anyway, huh. that was my beer experience. Wow. I traveled to, uh, for my beer experience. Sure, what traveled you got? down to uh, New Glarus. 
out for a nice fall ride. Oh, nice. About a month ago. And uh, all of a sudden it dawned upon my buddy and I that uh, it's the end of September, which means it's Oktoberfest. And so the whole city was like shut down for this. Oh, yeah. So I got there and, you know, they had the staghorn was just released. And so we drank a little bit of that. And being uh, New Glarus and Swiss and just awesome, there's guys walking around pouring just out of a vat of fondue. <laughs> Free fondue for everyone that's there. So, once again, New Glarus is one of the greatest cities in the world for free fondue. Wow, is it like bread and it was, it cheese was like fondue? phenomenal Swiss fondue with uh, you know, really good, fresh-tasting white wine mixed in. I don't, I don't like this... You know traditional Swiss fondue? Sure. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's really um, kind of grainy almost. And Can't remember the cheese they use. Yeah, I don't remember what cheese. It's a white, um, kind of a sharper. Yeah. But, but uh, did you the bread dip in it or what? Yeah, then, so they had like chunks of bread and yeah. then they would just like slop some cheese on your plate and just walk around and just give it to people awesome. all day long for free. And so we just drank beer there and, and just kind of enjoyed the day. That sounds awesome. So, sounds better than mine. I have tip my hat off to you again. Gotta remember that. New Glass yeah. Oktoberfest. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Got anything, John? My beer experience <laughs> doesn't even involve drinking beer. But <laughs> went down to uh, Beloit. Heard of it? Yeah. Went there for an evening and uh, we found ourselves just across the Illinois border at pretty cool liquor store. Picked up two bottles of Lost Abbey. Oh, wow. One of them will have to we'll, we'll taste here. Um, it's there. They have like three, they have two farmhouse ales and one Saison. <laughs> oh. And then they have this beer. So I, I picked up one of the farmhouse ales. It's a beer called the Ten Commandments, which is like raisins and rosemary and it's like all this weird stuff going on. Huh. Did you try that one? I haven't tried either one of them yet. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so we can, you can get Lost Abbey in Illinois, huh? Yep. But not here. Yeah. Interesting. So they had all the port and all the Lost Abbey stuff. It's really weird, like, the the difference. And all, like, the port is very, like, American, you know? Yeah. Double wide. No, not, not double wide, but, weird. you know, it's like Rippin' IPA or, like, yeah. Rebel Red Ale. You know, just, like, stupid, like, America. And then they have the Lost Abbey stuff, and it's, like, really classy, like, champagne bottles. Different marketing, yeah. yeah. And then they, but they had the, the the controversial Lost Abbey, the twenty eight dollar beer. Oh yeah, the uh, was it a barley wine or whatever? It was a uh, yeah English style barley. That's wine. right, the oak aged barley wine that was uncarbonated was and ridiculously expensive. And I almost bought it just because like <laughs> try to see what the fuss is about. Yeah, I was like, there's no point. Like, no one's really said it's that great. Everyone said it's uncarbonated. I'll just wait till I accidentally leave a beer out. Yeah. And yeah. drink it the next day and be like, wow, I just saved about $15. <laughs> I hope more than that. But yeah, so we'll have those tastings coming up. Sweet. Someday. Looking forward to that. At least yeah. one. But speaking of controversy, one of our favorite uh, News in 60 Seconds uh, subjects Breweries. is the Brew Dog Brewery. Brew Dog. So if you guys remember, they first came up when I was really excited about their IPA and these guys rained on my parade. The IPA that they put on a boat and sailed around Scotland in on a fishing boat because it's more authentic because it's in barrels on a boat. Cool, right, guys? That's dumb. Okay. 
Well, then they grew and they got in trouble with the Scottish government, or they deemed irresponsible by the Scottish government for brewing an 18-something percent alcohol beer. Tokyo. That's right, Tokyo. And then they brewed in response a 1.1% beer called Nanny State, which I think is awesome. They sound mature. Yeah, exactly. But it was also, they also said it was 1.1%. They also said it was like the, the most beer. hops per barrel in any yeah. beer in the UK, which sounds disgusting. 1.1%. I really like, want to meet this guy. I really want to try that Two beer. Guys. I want to yes. meet both of them. And one of them apparently is a commercial fisherman also. <laughs> But they make enough beer that we get some here in the States, and the one I was able to acquire is Riptide Twisted Merciless Stout, product of Scotland. So it's not one of the controversy beers, but... Uh, you can't get those here. You can't get those. What is it the, was uh, a WBA World Beer Award uh, Best Imperial Stout, according to the stamp on the back. Huh. It also has a poem. Brewdog, man's best friend. Conceited, lurking, tormenting, under the cursed shadows and flow, creaking, twisting, haunting, wherever it may go. Conspiring, plaguing, besetting, deep under an eerie sea, trapping, captivating, bewitching, they have no chance to flee. The undercurrent's intensity rises, you can't evade this nightmare. Be valiant, be steadfast, be ready, try another sip, if you dare. Surfing suggestion. Pour into a high glass and enjoy with an air of aristocratic nonchalance. <laughs> huh. There you go. All right. That's that's food dog. So, no IBU, <laughs> no uh, you know, no stats like some American breweries. Brewed 070709. Eight percent alcohol by volume. Eight percent alcohol by volume. Nice. It's a pretty nice bottle. Yeah, it is a nice bottle. Sort of like. I don't know. It's not really a wine bottle style. Real kind of sleek, elegant neck. Yeah, it's kind of a cool, almost stamped kind of look to the label. I like the logo. It's kind of got like that uh, rough paper, almost like the new Glarus type. What do you think? An aggressive pour. It didn't really pour that much, that much head. Yeah, not a, not a ton of head. <coughs> it smells kind of fruity. It smells really fruity. It smells really <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Cola. It smells like an icy pop. You know, <laughs> like, you know like the icy, like the plastic, like yeah. popsicle without the stick. Like the blue one. The blue one, blue raspberry icy. You can see that. Oh, you're drinking it now? Alright, cheers. <laughs> this is pretty sweet. Pretty creamy finish, too. Yeah. Roasted blueberries <laughs> and, and milk. There really is an interesting, must be from the yeast, that fruitiness. Uh-huh. It's not hops. A little whiny. Yeah. Reminds me of kind of the Ethiopian natural process yeah, coffee, totally. actually. <laughs> In a weird way, yeah. It's, it's got it's got a roastiness, but it's not super like heavy roasted. It's it's pretty sweet, creamy. Yeah, that fruitiness from the yeast must be a, a Scottish ale yeast. It's pretty interesting. Not too, not super heavy, heavy but not super heavy. It feels pretty light. Like it's really crisp. Yeah. Yeah. For kind of the, the maltiness of it, because it's still pretty creamy, but it doesn't linger super heavily. Yeah. Not boozy. It's got a bitterness 
it really yeah. hangs on that. Like a tart bitter. Yeah, yeah. on that and the aftertaste. I don't know if I really like that. Kind of like, kind of like coffee. In a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a really acidic. And a, yeah. Like a really sour shot of espresso. Yeah, the longer it sits, the the more it really sours in your mouth. Hmm. Would you consider this an imperial stout? I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. No. It's pretty, like I said, crisp. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit creamy, but it's not hoppy by any means. I don't think it's imperial stouts like have to be hoppy, hoppy but well, yeah, I mean, it's not it's as not like intense. In any category. Yeah, it's not as it's intense. Like it's not hoppy, it's not malty. It's not sure. Yeah, for 8%, it's, it's surprising how drinkable and, yeah, not heavy, but yet still kind of sweet. It's interesting. Think about how many stouts we've had, though, that turned out to be a way higher percent than we ever thought. Like, for how much, how much dragon's milk did we drink before we found out that was 8%? I knew that was a big beer. I, I think I knew, I knew pretty much that that was... I always thought it was lower. I think, oh. I think a sweeter stout can sometimes mask the bigness and the... And the Booziness, yeah, maybe. This is pretty good. But the aftertaste is a little weird for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like it though. Like, yeah. It's definitely a, a beer I'd pick up. It's not like a winter warmer, but. I could see if I knew I was going to go to like a fairly warm environment in the winter. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice rich, uh, dark beer to bring. Yeah. I want to be sitting in a lawn chair. In like February, warmly dressed, just out in the middle of a field right now. That's what this beer makes you want to do. That's what I want to do right now. <laughs> you should write the poem on the back. <laughs> so you're one of those crazy Midwesterners who sits out when it's you know two feet of snow and oh yeah, twenty degrees yeah. on your lawn chair. Oh yeah, the last uh, lunar eclipse. We got lawn chairs and went out in the middle of the night, walked in the middle of the lake, sat down. When was it lunar eclipse? It was like two years ago. Oh, I don't remember that. It's the last one I went to. The last one you attended. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. Just grabbed some, uh, we actually drank two below. Two below? And oh, it was, it, it felt about that cold. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, that was a good time. What if that'll come here this year? Two they below? They started doing some more Yeah, stuff. I noticed that. I, I hope so. Uh, I haven't tried anymore. I haven't tried like their Abbey. I've seen it. I really, I mean... We're speaking of New Belgium, by the way. Yeah, the New Belgium... The Two Below Ale was really good. Yeah, I remember liking that one. I like that. And then... I remember not realizing that Tyler gave us, like, a multi-pack six-pack <laughs> until, like, three beers in. <laughs> Some of them were very similar. You thought they tasted the same? <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, you give us three of each? Or two of each? Yeah, they were all kind of amber ales. So There's like fat yeah. tire and Tublo two, two and some of their. And then their their wit. Tublo is their wit, right? No. Tublo is their winter beer, but it's kind oh, of. Those are, oh, those are the triple. The triple we had. It was a. It was a, like a darker triple. Yeah, it was darker. I think New Belgium was exactly what we predicted. They were going to come in and be a huge splash, and everybody's going to have fat tire on tap, and then it was going to sort of disappear. Oh, I want to fade to the background. Was that I had the other <laughs> it was awful. I was at uh, the Vintage last night, and you know, the, the dollar Wisconsin tap. Sure, yeah, so dollar. Phenomenal. But isn't it usually just like Cap Lambert and Spotica? 
I got I got a full 16 ounce pint of staghorn for a buck. That's a good deal. Yeah, but it's weird because actually, if you go there, they always start out doing normal pint glasses, and then by the end, it's you 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 wound up in like a 12 ounce plastic cup. Yeah, it's like, like without you noticing, they switch it out. And all of a sudden, you're like, huh. Oh, well, I mean, it's still a good deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll take that. I mean, you're still getting a full bottle's worth. Oh, yeah. Or close to. But um, I looked up and I, I saw a bunch of canoes on their tap. I'm like, all right, here's the, here's the traditional lineys lineup. And then I looked in, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And they had put the label on and it said, fat tire. But it was on a canoe. And I'm thinking, like, there are so, I'm like, there are so many beer distributors that are probably going to flip out when they see this. Like, Miller, I know, is not going to want Fat Tire on their canoe. Fat Tire doesn't want their name taken off their bicycle and put on a Liney's canoe, but for some reason... Was it literally on a Liney's canoe? I don't want... Who else has a Liney's tapper? But, I mean, I mean it, was, canoe, it was that kind of canoe? It looked exactly like it. Like, who else has a canoe tapper? Maybe New Belgium, apparently. But they would use the bicycle. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have a bicycle tap, but they have like the paddle with the bicycle logo. Okay. Do they? I don't know. Huh. It was. It I mean, was I mean to be fair, canoes do not have tires, so I don't understand it. It is a good, that is a good point. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. understand it. That's crazy. I, it gave me a little giggle. No one else in the bar seemed to notice nor care, but. Oh, I'm sure. So I didn't bring it up. <laughs> but, uh, but now you have the captive audience. Yeah. That cares about such things. So that was fun. Any final thoughts on the brew dog? I like it, and I feel like the twisted Bitterness merciless stout is like not as bad anymore. Yeah, I think it's quite drinkable. I liked it. It seems to have held up in the uh, travels overseas. Yeah, like it should because they're experienced with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd be really pissed if one of that. Would, that would be my. You know how the beers travel on boats. That would be my slogan for this company. <laughs> The you most know. experienced seafaring brewery <laughs> in the world. You know, as in the modern age. In the modern age. Yes. <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> if, if there is a more experienced seafaring brewery, I'd love to hear a story. That doesn't make any sense. We won't make fun of them for a yeah. episode. Of what are you doing? <laughs> but as, as one other thing I was thinking, my last sip is it kind of warmed up a little bit. The yeast carriage almost reminds me a little bit of a barley wine, kind of on the finish. It's yeah. not nearly as heavy, but just the just the finish. I, I can see that. You know, you know, and maybe that's the British barley wine. Maybe it's a kind of a British or Scottish yeast character. You bring up a good like. I've never had so much flavor from yeast in a stout before. No, not that I can think of. This is kind of besides maybe even Black like Albert. A Belgian stout. See, even yeah. Black Albert. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd go with that. Black Albert was just ridiculous. John was not impressed. I don't know. Like, it's a cool beer if you don't want to taste anything for the rest of the <laughs> Yeah, like don't don't have it before a nice dinner. <laughs> like anything, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was good, but yeah. No, I don't know. It, was, it was good, but then like, I don't know nothing else was good for like 24 hours. I, see, now, I don't think it was as big as a flavor <laughs> explosion as... Um, uh, ruination, stone ruination. I think is for me really? is the worst one of those that just demolishes your palate. I couldn't taste the second half of that beer so much as anything afterwards. Oh. I don't know. So I tend to not have problems with like IPA. Yeah. So I, I think it was just the maltiness of that beer, just kind of like in your face. 
maltiness and just the booziness of it. It's gonna kill everything. It's a big beer. It's like worldwide stout. <laughs> you're talking about earlier. Worldwide stout is another dimension added on top of that. Twenty percent or eighteen percent or whatever it is. Twenty one percent. Twenty-one percent. Jesus Christ! How much is that a bottle? Seven ninety-nine for a twelve ounce. That's it. That's not bad. I feel like I paid like ten bucks, but for a beer that oh, maybe like... it's ten ninety-nine for a twelve ounce. Yeah, I feel like that's more like it. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Please. It's an investment. <laughs> you got one in your basin, man. I know. I want my money back. <laughs> Sam trying to get a refund. <laughs> I'll buy it off you. I've had it for almost a year. Any final thoughts? (laughs) Stone, Twisted Merciless Stout. I'm sorry. Brewdog, Twisted Merciless Stout. Can edit that one out. Yep. That's nice. I would buy it again. Yeah, I liked it. I would buy it from the first time. Alright. So, what is this? Does this change our opinion of them at all as far as uh, pissing off the government and putting stuff on boats? I still think they're silly for putting stuff on boats. Cool for brewing Tokyo. Kind of cool for brewing any state, but really (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Now, I mean, this is a good beer. I'm just wondering what it would taste like if it was, you know, four month aged. In oak barrels uh, at sea. sea. <laughs> I mean, it did come all the way from Scotland, so frankly, it probably traveled further than the one that was on the boat. It wasn't in barrels that was in the bottle. But what do you think? Here's, here's another question. What do you think about the fact that this is a Scottish brewery, a brewery in the old country, sort of almost adapting the uh, the American-style microbrew sort of attitude, you know, making kind of hoppy beers, bold beers, things, you know, They've got an IPA, they've got an Imperial Stout, they're brewing Tokyo is 18%, I mean, they're not brewing Scotch Ales or, or Bitters or stuff like that. I mean, what, is, what do you think about the fact that the, the American craft brewing movement is sort of influencing new brewers in the old world? I, I think that any brewery that wants to compete on a global level, or at least in America, has to be on the new American way of brewing. Do they? I mean, you know, Fuller sells, you know, I mean, you can but import those sort of traditional brands. That's what it is. When you go and you... Yeah, I mean, if you're Fuller gonna buy isn't a new brewery. A new brewery. What, like, you know, Fuller, right? yeah, Fuller's, they're established. Guinness is established. These places coming out of the UK that have, like, long-standing traditions of brewing. Yeah. Sure. You know, people will buy them for that. But, like, you're not seeing many new breweries coming out. Like, a, a, a new brewery can come out and just make, like, a bitter or, sure. you know, a three, three and a half percent nitro stout because like it's already been done sure so like they need something that sets them apart but frankly Brewdog is probably the most unique craft brew coming out of the UK right For, yeah I can think of I can't think of anything else that intense coming out of the UK I'm so sure it's they're kind of like you know they're kind of caught right in between like the American craft brewing scene and this you know Belgian like renaissance so sure like discovering these old traditions like they're kind of able to you know play with both sides you know, because there's not like a huge brewing tradition in Scotland outside of Scotch Ale, so they yeah. can really adapt to whatever they want. Yeah. I wonder if they do make a Scotch Ale at all, <laughs> a wee heavy. Probably not. Maybe I could see them having like a what like their session beer being like a you know, sixty shilling or whatever. Yeah. Could be something like that. It's interesting. I see. I think it's kind of cool that it's kind of gone. Yeah. You know, the the American craft brew movement when it started out was all about. We're doing British styles and German styles and Belgian styles, and now it's almost kind of going the other way, which is pretty cool. It says a lot for 
what we've what we've done here in the states. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent.